0: Blessed Assurance and welcome to Kingdom Christian Fellowship, KCF. We reveal the reality of the Kingdom of God and Christ Jesus in the lives of people all over the world. As you listen to this message, we pray that you are blessed and inspired to improve your relevance in the Kingdom of God. Oh, wherever you are, begin to speak in the language of the spirit and say thank you, Jesus, for an awesome time in God's presence wherever you are seated if you are seated um, behind your laptops if you are sitting in in the confines of your home if you are sitting on your sofa I just want you to lift up your voice and say thank you Jesus before we enter into a time of study of God's word. As you are speaking the language of the spirit, if you are not ready, go grab your, your pen, go grab your, your notes part, go grab your Bible, and come and sit down so that we dissect the word together. Hallelujah man dot yam prayer de gbede de prayer de kapleya kadala bas declare the gbede de gbede yamaje de gbede de gbede bdp yamande de kapas la dwa krewe de gbede de bdp le krewe de kaflianda da bashande de gbede de gbede bablia kada ba rabada ba kwampa de de in the name of jesus amen amen good evening fellow saints fellow kings and priests in the house of zion and in Kingdom Christian Fellowship, particularly and wherever you are listening to us from, we want to welcome you this evening to the teaching service. Hallelujah. And I pray by God's mercy that we'll be able to dissect the word and be able to uh, hear what God has to teach us in today's gathering. Hallelujah. Before I begin my teaching, I want to honor my father, Apostle Kingsley, Godson, the vision bearer of this mandate. Kingdom Christian Fellowship. Papa, whoever you are, wherever you are, we salute you. We love you. Thank you so much for your covering. Thank you so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for all that you do for us. Wherever you are, you can begin to clap your hands and shout, but make sure you don't disturb the neighbors. Make sure you don't disturb the neighbors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I also want to honor all the other men of God that I, I serve with. Um, my bishop, Bishop, Bishop Butry. Bishop, I salute you, sir. Um, and Prophet Hayford, Reverend Linda, Reverend Andrew, Reverend Delali, Reverend Roland, uh, Reverend Robin, Reverend Keith, Reverend Salasi, Reverend Beryl, Reverend Anna, um, um, Reverend Chris, um, Reverend Gabby, and um, um, Reverend Sammy, wherever you are, I salute you, men of God. And uh, yeah, so God bless you. So today's teaching is going to be very short in Reverend Andrew's voice and I'll try as much as I can to deliver the message that God gave me when I was spending some time with him. I was actually driving in and I had in my spirit that I should talk about this particular topic that God has given to us so that indeed the kingdom would be revealed. For those of you who serve in the Kingdom Christian Fellowship, we know that the mandate of our, our assignment, or the mandate of this vision is the revelation of the kingdom of God. And that's why we, are, we call these teachings the kingdom um, impact teachings. Which is, which is to teach us about the kingdom and is to remind us about the kingdom. Hallelujah. So, the topic that is dubbed for this evening's teaching is the defense system in a domain, semicolon, kingdom, militia. Or wherever you come from, militia, or wherever you come from, you can, you, you can decide how you say it. So, the defense system in a domain, kingdom, militia military. And I believe strongly on the 31st of July, if I'm not mistaken, Prophet Hayworth took his time to dissect the dress code, the dress code standard, which is the loss of a soldier. And for those of you who who were not around that day, you can go onto a pod bean, you can go onto podcast and type, just type soldier in your, uh, how do you call it, uh, in, the, in, your, in the podcast that are, read, are readily available to you and then you see the thing. And then just refresh your mind as you listen to this word of God, and I believe strongly that it would give you a lot more con- uh, perspective as to this particular topic that we are about to dissect into this, um, this, this, uh, uh, this evening. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, before we do any dissection, I want us to be able to point out what the kingdom is. I know for most of us, we've heard this thing so many times, but it's, it's always good to be remembered. It's always good to be reminded. So, a kingdom is a governing influence of a king over a territory impacting it with his personal will, purpose, and intent, producing a culture, values, morals, and lifestyle that reflects the king's desires and nature for his citizens. Actually, before I continue, I want to honor my wife, wherever you are, baby. You're too much. God bless you. <laughs> so that being said, as we are able to dissect what a kingdom is, we must pay attention to these presets, that in every kingdom, A king, there is a king who is sovereign. Then there is a territory, which is defined as the domain. There is a constitution, which can be described as the royal constitution, the royal covenant, or um, in in our case, the Bible. The Bible is is a representative of the constitution that governs us in this kingdom. Then the citizenry, which is the community of subjects who serve under the king. And then the laws, which is acceptable principles, the privileges, the rights and benefits that the people who are under um, the the king in the kingdom enjoy, the the code of of ethics, excuse me, which is an acceptable lifestyle and conduct, conduct that the people ought to live by, that people ought to be governed by. Then there is the army. Then there is the Commonwealth. Um, then there is a social culture, which are the protocols and the procedures by which the people are governed by. But for, for the sake of this, um, teaching this evening, we'll be focusing on the army. The army. And as I said earlier on, if you remember when Prophet Tappel was teaching about the code of, the, code, um, the dress code standard, which is the laws of a soldier, he broke it down um, to be able to understand fully what it means to serve as a soldier or serve in the army or what it mean, I mean, what it means to be a soldier, what it means to be in the army, the navy, and all of those things. When you go and listen to it, you, your mind will be refreshed. So one more time, we are focusing on the defense system in the domain kingdom militia. And one thing that we must note in the defense system or in the defense arm of any monarch or any kingdom or any country is that whoever leads the people, declares or gives the law that the people ought to live by. So in this case, in the kingdom, we know that the kingdom is led by the king, meaning that the army does not function on its own without their response or without their, the authority of the king. So for us who are in Ghana, we know for a fact that our commander-in-chief is Nana Addo, the president of this country, president Nana Addo, whether we like it or not. And he's a he's a commander in chief. And if for if he is to call uh the the the, uh, the ministry of defense and say that my people I need us to send the army to go and support those in Ukraine, they don't have any choice but to go. And whether whether they will be beneficial or not, that one is for you and I to conclude on. Hallelujah. It's for you and I to conclude on. So we must always know that. The king, who who, who leads the kingdom, has the privilege of giving certain orders and the will of the king must be manned out or must be panned out in accordance with with, with whatever instruction that he gives. And that's something that we need to pay attention to for us who are in the kingdom, knowing that God is our king. Meaning that the, the will of the king is very, very crucial and we must seek it. And we don't have that privilege of saying that, oh, wait there. This one is my life. Oh, eh, this is my body. I do what I want to do with my body. This is my life. I want to. do what I want to do in my life. When we do that, we know we see that we'll be going outside the conf- confines of the king in the kingdom. And then what, what will happen is that we, eh, if there's any form of attack whatsoever, you fight it on your own. You enter into your own eh, into your own rights when, in an actual sense, you are supposed to be governed. He was supposed to be led and supposed to be shepherded by the king. Hallelujah! So that's one thing that we need to pay attention to. I know that we know, but I'm just reiterating. Also, for those who have for those of us who are, are joining in for the very first time, um, just so that we can pay attention to this. So the role and the leadership of the king is trumped, um in the case of rebellion. So then we notice that in the the, the, the rulership or the leadership of the king was trumped. Um, I mean, when we're talking about God and Lucifer, it was trumped when Lucifer began to rebel. Meaning that a sect of the angels were not pursuing God anymore, but they began to pursue their newfound leader, new passionate and zealous leader who led them astray. And we noticed that the king's leadership was trumped as a result of rebellion. So when we are... So rebellion or coup, So we saw that um, in forgotten yeah i've forgotten my social studies so but in one of those nineteen something we noticed that um rollings opposed um, Buzia, if i'm not mistaken yes he opposed buzia and there was a coup so there was a form of a rebellion of the leadership of the of the of the kingdom or of the country so as a result of that we noticed that everyone began to follow this newfound leader so the coup and the rebellion took place and then we saw that the leadership of the of the king was trumped. So that's one way by which we can identify how the leadership of any king in a domain is trumped. A king ruling over a domain is trumped through rebellion and also through coup. So then we need to pay attention to the fact that if we find out there's anybody in any form of rebellion who is, who is trying to do any form of rebellion, we need, we need to know that we must desist from it. And it's something that we've been drumming um, in the ears and in the hearts of those of us who are in this particular vineyard about the, the, the implications of following those who are rebelling. And what can happen to us, taking us out of the confines of where God has placed us and planted us. And it has a tendency of fighting you. You may not see it now, but the time, time no way, eh, eh, Boboba, eh, Boboba. So we see that in later time, we begin to suffer certain things that uh, we didn't have any idea of unless we are planted back into into where God has planted us. I'm I'm, I'm just laying the foundations and it it will get more defined uh, when we're talking about the defense system in the the domain. Hallelujah. So that being said, what we need to pay attention to is the functions of of the defense system. The kingdom in a country or in, in a domain in a domain. And number one, it's to support and to defend the constitution of the kingdom against all enemies, foreign or domestic. Number one, pay attention to that. To support and defend the constitution of the kingdom against all enemies, being it foreign or domestic. Secondly, to maintain the timely and effective military action, the security of the kingdom. Um, its, its possessions and areas that are vital to its interest. That's another responsibility of the, the, the army in the kingdom. Hallelujah. And then to uphold and advance the will of the king in the kingdom. Or the king in that particular the king of the kingdom in, the, in in the domain. So these are the three things that we need to pay attention to to support and defend the constitution of the king, to maintain timely and effective military action and to uphold and advance the will of the king in the kingdom. Hallelujah! So these can be defined as the functions of um, the the functions of the defence system. I hope I'm not speaking too fast. So those of you who are writing, you can just um, quickly note it, yes, so that uh, we can we can move on. Hallelujah. That being said, as we have been able to identify the functions, we also need to pay attention to to two components. And if you look at the the sermon that Prophet Hayward preached on the the, on, on soldier, on, on, in the army, he identified these two components. Where number one is the, the kingdom army principle, which is, which is led by angels. And then we as ambassadors are also classified as components of fractions that forms the defense system in the, in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So there is a responsibility of angels and also the responsibility of ambassadors. In the kingdom and as we are going on, we define who ambassadors are and what uh, and why we are classified as ambassadors aside as being kings and priests in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So what we need to pay attention to is that the angels have been instructed to guide and to guard. To guide and to guard. So when we look at um, um, in the book of Psalm 91 from verse 11 to 12. The Bible says that, "For He shall give His angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways." Twelve. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. So that's one way by which they guide us, so that we don't dash our foot against the stone. Because the angels are in direct, uh, direct instruction of the king, and the mandate of the king. As we paid, as we we're paying attention to the functions of the kingdom. Is that? One of the main things that we, we follow the objective, we follow the will of the king. Hallelujah. So um, in their hands they shall bear them up to lest they dash your foot, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Looking at the scripture in Exodus chapter 14, from verse 19 to 20, it's also another form of guidance that angels give to us. And and throughout this teaching, I'll be I'll be referencing a lot of um, things. To the um, I'll be referencing or giving, giving a case study of the life of Moses and the Israelites as they were taken out of Egypt. Okay, so I'll do a lot of a lot of references from this particular case study, and I believe strongly that it would it will give us a lot more perspective um, to this particular topic. Hallelujah. So Exodus chapter fourteen, from verse nineteen to twenty-two, and the Bible said that and the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And a pillar of cloud went from, from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it was a cloud of dark. It was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other, so that the one so that the one did not come near the other all that night. Hallelujah. So it served as a constant guidance, a pillar of cloud um, by 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 day and the pillar of fire by night was a form of, of guidance. And if you pay attention to the scripture, it was a was, was a reflection of an angel of the Lord that was sent to guide them. To guide them. So one of the major things that we need to pay attention to in the defense system is that uh, one of the, the, the components that we need to pay attention to when we're talking about angels is that this the function has been given to them to guide us and then to guide us. And when we're talking about guidance We can look at um, Psalm 78 from verse 49 to 50. Psalm 78 from verse 49 to 50. The Bible says that he cast on them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, indignation, and trouble by sending angels of destruction among them. Hallelujah. So as he was sending angels of destruction, one that he was giving a a message information to to Egypt uh, and to Pharaoh, who was the, uh, the, the leader in that particular domain, and that particular message was made very clear. He sent angels of destruction among them. And we saw a lot of the the plagues. We saw a lot of all those plagues that were mentioned from Exodus chapter 7 to, Exodus, um, to 13. The plagues were listed out. And we believe strongly that as a result of the instruction of God, the angels of the Lord who were in the defense system were sent to met out these instructions so that eventually the people will be let go. Hallelujah. So that the people will be let go. So we've been talking about guidance, can we look at this scripture before we move on in Matthew chapter 2 from verse 13. Matthew chapter 2 verse 13. And the Bible says that, now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you word for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Hallelujah. For most of us, we understand the principle of dreams and dreams is one way by which God guides us and leads us and defends us from certain things that have been uh, what's the English word? Uh, Have been calculated, orchestrated to affect us in our assignment and to affect our relationship with God. to, uh, to To make us weak when we are supposed to actually be strong. Hallelujah. So, dreams are one of the major ways by which we can identify that God uh, God is because we actually have, need to know the source of the dreams and that's when your relationship with God begins It uh, needs to be be highlighted so that you can constantly be in the perfection of God's will and when God begins to reveal anything to you in your dreams you would know that this one, Masa, God is telling me that I need to be very careful and it's with these things, it's with, these, with, it's with this understanding that we can remain in the defense system of the kingdom, the defense system in a, dom- in a domain, kingdom militia. Hallelujah! Now, as we have been able to identify um, the kingdom army principle, highlighting angels, we can also look at the army of ambassadors. And before we even look at wh- wh- what the ambassadors highlight or the functions of the ambassadors, I want to, I want to define who ambassadors are. So, accordance in accordance with the Merriam-Webster dictionary, below four, Merriam-Webster dictionary it says an ambassador is a diplomatic agent of the highest rank pay attention an ambassador is a diplomatic agent of the highest rank accredited to a foreign government or sovereign as or sovereign as the resident representative of his o- or her own government or sovereign or appointed for a special and often tempor- um, temporal diplomatic assignment so for us based on this definition of who an ambassador we know for a fact that we ambassadors because as apostle has been teaching us when we we, we look at the um, the book of revelations all the latter parts of the book of revelations i mean and um, from revelation chapter 20 we begin to understand what would happen when we are we are taken from the surface of this earth and we know that it's what we as being here is just temporal and we have all been given a mandate to action out. And we can, we'll can be unable to action them out unless we are constantly subjected to the will of God. Hallelujah. So we need to identify the fact that we are ambassadors. We too have been called as ambassadors in a particular domain, in a particular um, jurisdiction. So when we look at the scripture in Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26, the Bible tells us that, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. I know we've heard this scripture many times, but pay attention. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Hallelujah. So, that being said, so we being ambassadors in the kingdom, we must pay attention to the fact that we also partner with angels in actioning what God has. What what God wants wants to use us to do, or what God has in store for us in a particular jurisdiction over a particular um, time frame, and even so that the the domain can be amplified, and so that we too can can accomplish this uh, instruction or this 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 mandate that was given to man when we when we read it in Genesis chapter one verse twenty six. I hope I'm not confusing anybody. Hallelujah. So. I want us to look at Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26, 28. Genesis chapter 1 from verse 28. And the Bible said that, then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. And this is what I want us to pay attention to, the word subdue. If we look at the English translation of the word subdue, is to bring a country or a people under control by force. Okay under control, so we have been given the mandate to to be fruitful, to to multiply, to fill the earth and to subdue it, to subdue it, to bring it under control. Hallelujah. To bring it under control. So for most of us, not only most of us, for all of us in the kingdom, we know that we have been given uh, different, different responsibilities to subdue um, the the different facets that God has made us um, in charge of. So, for instance, I mean, if you remember, Apostle was teaching us about the mountains of, of God, the various mountains of God. And we know for a fact that all of us have been placed in these different um, functions or facets to reveal the kingdom of God, to reveal the kingdom of God in these facets. So, for, for me, for instance, um, for most of you who know, I, I lead um, a team. As always, I was given the privilege of, of being an ambassador or, over oasis the oasis studios for instance and in that place I try my best to reveal the kingdom of God I try my best to follow the, the instruction that I receive on how to grow the company on how to allow the company to be to be effective and these things are enabled by um the Constitution that have been made readily available to me and also the 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 blueprint of what God requires me to do in this particular jurisdiction or this particular domain. So I'm constantly going to waiting and asking God ways by which I can truly subdue the media. Hallelujah, truly subdue the media. And it's, it's, it's taking some time. I believe strongly that by the time uh, I am done with my assignment, I'll be able to fully accomplish what God has asked me to do. And that is my very heartbeat. And I pray that is also your very heartbeat. That everywhere that God has given you, note that, you have been given the responsibility to govern, to 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 uh have domain or to have dominion over that place, but primarily to subdue it as we are looking at the defense system in, in the kingdom. To subdue it, to subdue it, to to harness, to keep it under control, to bring it under control. So for most of you who are who are, have been sent to offices like Talo, um Uh, uh, Goldman Sachs, um, KPMG, even if you've been sent to Fafraha, you've been sent to Soma, uh, 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 Navoko, wherever, that place, that far place, even if you have been sent and you believe strongly that God is the one who is leading you there, whether whether you are comfortable with it or not comfortable with it, you must know that God has given you a certain mandate to have domain over that place, to subdue it. To cause it to be fruitful and to cause it to be to multiply. And if you pay, if you read, continue reading in the book of Genesis, you notice that when God was speaking with, with um Abraham, when he spoke with Isaac, when he spoke with Jacob, when he spoke, when the, 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 the counsel was being given to um the, 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 the sons of Israel, you notice that the, the, the phrase was constantly being repeated: be fruitful, be multiply, be fruitful, be multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. It was a constant in the function of man. So for us who are in the kingdom, one way by which we can know that we are revealing the kingdom of God is by being constantly reminded about these things that I might subdue what God has given to me. And I had that privilege of working um, at um, Ogilvy and Metha, And it's, it's a testimony that, I, I, that God allowed to happen in my life so that I can teach people about it. It's something I've been teaching um, the, the, the people that are around me. That you know what? When God sent me to Ogilvy, I made it a point to always allow myself to be led by God, to subdue that place. And for most of you who are in, 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 in Zion Impact Ministries, you've heard me say this, that when I was sent to that place, that place was a jungle. That place was so secular. I'm telling you. My very first day, they put a chair in the middle and a certain lady came and she was, yes, yeah, so she was turning herself on me. They said they called that initiation and I shook my head. I said, master, this nonsense will not continue. So constantly, what I was doing was that I was applying the precepts of the kingdom. I was not getting to work little. No, 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 no. You don't get me. I'll get to work early, usually by eight o'clock. I get there, and I'm just walking in the office and I'm speaking in tongues and I'm putting my hand on the chair because I, I, I believe strongly that God had. By then, I hadn't fully grasped the, the mandate of subduing, the mandate of being fruitful and multiplying, the mandate of fulfilling of, of it. Like, I hadn't fully grasped the, 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 the revelation of revealing the kingdom, but it's something that God spoke to me. Like it, was, it was a counsel that I had received in my spirit. So I was just walking in the office. I'm praying on people's chairs and I'm declaring that this, this office will be fruitful. I cannot be here, and things are struggling. And it's something that gave life to me when Apostle was sharing that story in um, concerning Barclays. I don't know if you guys remember, there was a particular branch that he was he was working at um, with, with his sister Naomi. And they were there and they saw that the company was failing. And Apostle just put his hand on the floor. He prayed a prayer and said, it will never happen. As I'm here, how? It's not possible. And other banks were closed except that bank. That's a great testimony. Because our father in the faith, Apostle Kingsley, Jay Gossin, had had, had I, he had understood that he had been given a mandate to subdue that particular domain. So don't go to your office and then be, they they just know you are scrife but you are not influencing anything. There is no form of influence. You come to work late. You 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 will leave. You, you have work to do. You will be talking. You will be chatting. Then when it's when it's uh, six o'clock, you say you are going to church. Oh, they won't take you seriously. They will think that you are joking. You said, "See these Christians." No. But we have been given a tablet, a preset that we must abide by. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! And for us, we, it, it, this topic is very—I'm very passionate about this topic because a lot of Christians are failing. We are not—we're not Christians. We, not, we are not doing what God has asked us to because we fail to identify these things. We fail to constantly subject to the King, to the, the authority and the will of of the King, by constantly making time to understand what God has asked you to do. And then we say that oh, the work that I'm going to—it's. It's stressful, so I can't spend time with God. So I, I can't join Reverend Roland uh, in the middle of the night to pray. I, mean, I can't pray. I, mean, I, can't, I can't wake up in the morning to spend time with God. I don't have time to pray. I mean, you would not function in the full the capacity that God has called you to function in that capacity unless you make time for these presets. You make time for these principles. Because in the kingdom, we can't, we can't survive without them. Don't look at Bilgeetu. Don't let him be your standard. This is our standard. The constitution is our standard. Hallelujah. And we must abide by, it. we must constantly work out our salvation with fear and trembling. As we constantly keep our gaze in the word of God so that it can truly transform us. And truly we can, we can indeed reveal the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So that we can truly reveal the kingdom of God. So we have been given the responsibility to subdue. And that we must pay attention to that. So when we're looking at the story of Moses, we notice that Moses Moses could be classified as a great um, representative of an ambassador for the kingdom of God. Because we notice that he was constantly in direct relationship with the king. Constantly in direct relationship with the king. So when we look at Exodus chapter 14 from verse 21 to 20, the Bible says that Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea into dry land. So we saw that constantly. Moses was a, was like, he was interceding. He was he was an ambassador for the people of Israel. Constantly, so he can be classified as a great a great case study for us to know what the kind of uh, the kind of responsibility that is attached for, to, for us being in the, in this defense system um, in the kingdom. Moses as an ambassador. Hallelujah. And then we see in Exodus chapter 17 from verse 8, where the Bible talks about their first official battle with the Amalekites, with human beings, official first battle with with, with human beings. We notice that um, Moses, together with her and together with Aaron, they went on the mountain and they they had received an instruction where Moses was asked to lift up his rod. And as they lifted up their rod, the the Israelites who were sent, being led by Joshua, they, they, they were just killing, killing their people. And we notice that the moment that, that his hand kept coming down, then we saw that Ali something was going on. In this particular um reference, we can see that we as the kingdom, we as ambassadors, when we are not following through with the with the priest that God has called us to we see that our domain is not it's not functioning, it's not being fruitful. Oh my God. It's not being it's not functioning to the, the capacity that God um wants it to function. Don't don't feel like as for most of you. We work in these offices, we, we have self assessment. They, they do a lot of self assessment with us. I want us to always remember this is also a word to me. As I'm preaching, I'm learning so much. God is also speaking to me. It's a word that God gave to me first. We Let us always remember that that's this self assessment that, that, that will be done. God will do that self assessment to us. So, don't we our should, mind shouldn't be too focused? Yes, focus on your boss. On, on, on making sure that the things he has given to you do it. But make sure that your eye is gazed on the one who will judge you on the final day. Because everything that we have been given um, privilege over, we have been given um, the mandate to, to govern, the mandate to, to be ambassadors over, we will be judged by them. We will be held accountable by them. Hallelujah. We will be held accountable by them. So, it, we need to make sure that constantly we are subjected Father, what do Father, how do you want me to write this article? Father, how do you want me to make out this decision? For, for some of you who are managers, don't feel like, say, oh, this one will be my mind where they take you. No. Master, stop that. We are constantly in the, the instruction of God because we find ourselves in this kingdom as Jesus Christ came to, to reveal the kingdom of God and as we decided to that we are given our lives. So he mean that we are all subjected under the kingdom but we need to live by these things. And we see that Moses was a very good ambassador for uh, the scriptures and some of you can all just look at to pay attention to pay attention to so the question that i asked myself is that what is the role of every ambassador and i've, I've spent some time highlighting what are what um, that um, some of the roles that the ambassadors have been given to 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 play and i believe strongly that in this month of self-examination and divine alignment we can begin to sit down and ask god the father me that i'm working at this place me that I've been made a pastor over this place. Me that I am, I am I'm leading this company. Me that this company I've set up. Father, am I being the true ambassador that you have called me to be? This is where the self-examination and, and the divine alignment comes into play. And this month is, is being dubbed the month of self-examination and divine alignment. So after you self-assessment, then we do our di- divine alignment. So our self-assessment, we are going back to God and finding our Father, this thing that you've asked me to do, this work that I'm working at, me that they've said me to be a national service person here, am I doing it the way that you want me to do it? And I believe strongly that as we begin to ponder over these things, as we begin to inquire, I believe strongly that God will answer us so that we would know uh, whether we are failing him or we are, we, are, we, are not, we, are, we are not. Hallelujah. Whether we are failing him or we are not. So, The next question that I also asked myself, and something I'm going to throw into, but I'll give us some points that we need to pay attention to um, while I take time to wrap up um, this teaching. As I told you, I promised you, just like Reverend Andrew, it's going to be a very short, very short teaching (laughs) so that we can have time to ponder over these things. Hallelujah. So the question is, how can I be a a defense system in the domain that the king has made me an overseer over an overseer of hallelujah has made me an overseer of the first one is that you need to know the vision of the king concerning the domain so for for us who are in zion impact ministries and kingdom christian fellowship we need to to know the the uh, the instructions the blueprint of this ministry of this mandate that we find ourselves, in so that we can truly be a blessing and truly be salt into the generation that, that um, God has called us to. So, for most of us who are in the in the kingdom, there are different facets that God has functioned or placed them in. And yesterday, Apostle was ha- having a discussion with the, the ordainment of God, and he was talking about how, um, for a lighthouse, there there are, they, they are mandates. Or their, their mandate or their blueprint is, is, is about so winning. That's amazing, that's being being capitalized. That's a blueprint that God gave to them. And when we look at um, Winner's Chapel, for instance, it, it, they highlight the emphasis of faith. And for us who are in Kingdom Christian Fellowship and Zion Impact Ministries, we know that it's the revelation of the kingdom and, and living and abiding by the precepts of the kingdom. And that's, we need to know these things. It's something that we need to know, so we must know the vision of the king concerning that particular domain. And once we're able to know it, gives us a, a certain like, like, gives us a lot of guidance into what God actually wants to do with us over a period of time. Hallelujah! So then we look at Exodus chapter three, from verse seven, and as God was was communicating with Moses, He gave him his, He gave him a, a synopsis of what He wanted to do. As he was rescuing the people of Israel out of Egypt, and the Bible, and the reason, and the Lord said, "I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt, and I have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. Taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the." Land. So as you continue to read, you begin to identify the vision that God gave to Moses, who was an ambassador over the people of Israel, and you notice that throughout the scriptures, it wasn't just that he received the vision; no, that was it too. He was constantly, constantly at the feet of the king, being able to find out, Father, if I'm doing the right thing, if there's something else I can do better, eh, if there's something that I need to pay attention to. Constantly. He didn't say that I appreciate a vision, so it's all right. to. So constantly he was learning about ways by which he can can, um, please the king. And that's why he was constantly going back to God. It was constantly going back to God, so you notice that I mean, in the, in the case of Aaron, when the the calf was was being crafted in Exodus chapter thirty-two, you notice that if Aaron was constantly going back to God, he would not have made a mistake. He would not have listened to the voice of the people. He would have listened to the voice of God. You would have listened to the voice of God. He would have. He would not have listened to other voices. So one way by which we can be able to uh, uh, how do they call it fine tune as did into the counsel of God. Is by constantly going back to the vision and constantly finding ways by which the vision can be unraveled. Hallelujah. So that you might not begin to heed to other voices and those voices leading you astray. Second point in, a, in, in how I can be a defense system in, in this domain that God has made me a, um, an overseer or, or over, by constantly dying through fastings, waitings, and seeking God's face. Hallelujah! Constantly dying through fastings, waitings, and seeking God's face. And for most of you who are who have been listening to the sermons and the, the, the teachings that we have been receiving, this this particular topic is something that Prophet Abel talks a lot about. Yeah, the major prophet of this 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 vineyard. Yes, sir. It's a by constantly. Dying through fastings, waitings, and seeking God's face, and we look at, look at Exodus chapter thirty-four, from verse twenty-seven to twenty-eight. This after um, Moses had cast down the tablet that he had received from God, because he had seen a sight of the Israelites that were going, uh, that were were committing that abominable act by serving another another God. The Bible said that then Moses was taken into a period of waiting for thirty and for forty days and forty nights. The Bible said that he did not eat food, neither or not drink water, and he was constantly waiting on God. And then he was able to come up with the written constitution where he wrote it this time. He wrote it on the tablets, on 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 the, on the tablets where it was handwritten. So, a period of forty days and forty nights, he was able to fully grasp. Uh, the highlight version, the highlight version of, of the law that God wanted to give to us. So I'm saying highlight version because when you continue to read the book, book of Exodus, when you continue to read the book of Leviticus, you see that those um, highlighted commandments or highlighted laws were expounded on. So ways by which you do this, ways by which you do that, it was expounded on. Hallelujah. So as he went into the place of waitings and fastings um and waiting on God, he was able to fully unravel the mandate that God had given to him. And through this, he was truly being able to, to become the defense system in that particular d- domain. Hallelujah. So, yeah, I've quoted the scripture already. Esther chapter 34 from verse 27 to 28. Hallelujah. Number three, by rising up again when you face trials. Yes, by rising up again when you constantly face trials, and when you constantly face tribulations, and it's an uh, it's an act of every soldier. For most of you who watch a lot of war movies, you see that the moment a soldier falls, and he doesn't lie on the floor, unless maybe he wants to camouflage himself with a distance so that he can do something more gracious. Uh, when any soldier in any rank whatsoever falls down, the mandate is that he must rise up again, and they are trained like that. They are trained like that. For well, you, you can take time. Go and listen to the sermon that I quoted earlier on. Prophet Tepo took his time. He is a military man. Uh, I'm just coming to give a uh, small, yes, based on the things I also grasped from that particular sermon, and I'm just laying, laying some small pipes. Yeah, he's a military. He can teach us these things. You and no matter in in any capacity When he falls down, he has been given that, it's in in his DNA that he must rise up again. So when we look at scriptures like Psalm 37 from verse 23 to 24, the Bible says that, The steps of a good man are, are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he falls, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Hallelujah. Then we look at Psalm 145 from verse 14 to 16. The Bible says that, The Lord upholds all who fall. And rises up, and raises up all who are bowed down, and raises up all, all who are bowed down. I'm not look. I will not read in fifteen and sixteen. Um, then we look at some 146 from verse eight. And the Bible says that the Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down, and the Lord loves the righteous. The righteous. Um, Adam, can you give us the amplified translation of this particular scripture? Psalm 146 from verse 8. And the Bible said that the Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous, the upright in heart. I think it basically said the same thing. Hallelujah. So the attribute of every soldier is that when he falls, he has been given the grace to rise up again. Hallelujah. So these are certain these are certain precepts that we can we can wrap our minds around how I can be a defense system in this domain is by number one rising up again when we fall, when we are facing diverse trials and tribulations. Hallelujah. And then number four, by putting on the full armor, that's in my last but one point. By putting on the full armor of God, that's Ephesians chapter six from verse 10. And I believe strongly that we have a fair idea of what the Bible talks about in this particular scripture in Ephesians 6, verse 10. But most of you who went to Sunday school, you will know that this scripture was mentioned to you. They will do some drawings and they make you sing, 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 some things. All right? It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. your waist with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness having shut your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking up taking the shield of the faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and then take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God praying always with all prayers and supplications in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all of the saints Hallelujah! So then we know that I can be a defense system in this domain that God has made me an overseer over, made me an ambassador over by putting on the full armor of God. And we know, you need, for this lack of this is not my focus. We need to know the different what these different um, facets represent: the breastplate of salvation, um, the, the 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 sword of. We need to know all the different facets of 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 these. Um, Teachings or these uh, I- these these ideas in this in this particular scripture, so that we can constantly be governed by them. Hallelujah! And then finally by prayer. And I believe strongly for those who are in Zion Impact Ministries, we had a, as those who came for the second service. We had a spectacular encounter with the Holy Spirit in the place of prayer. And I believe I remember very well that Bishop Butcher was telling us that those of you who came for the first service, he encourages you, and treats you. To wait behind, but well, you know, some people went home. Right? I mean, you know, but they messed up on the divine encounter with God. It was vicious in this place. Zion only fact that she couldn't couldn't host what happened here. It was too much, and we are grateful to God for that. So I'm just going to highlight prayer and how a prayer can be a defense system for us in this kingdom. Hallelujah. That being said, I, um, I want us to watch this video. So Adam, kindly play this video. And it's a video that shows the missile defense system um, in the military, okay? So for those of you who have been following the um, Iraq, I say Iraq, Ukraine, Ukraine Ukraine-Russia war, you see that there were a lot, there's a lot of um, missile demonstrations, we saw a lot of their armies um, doing all those military um, protection things. This is one thing I want us to pray about. and We are going to link it to prayer. We are going to look at it. We are going to um, review, and we are going to link it to prayer. So, Adam, kindly pray. (laughs) and Kindly play the video for us. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Thank you, Adam. So, I want us to pay attention to this video. Okay? You see something fly in the sky. It looks like a bird. It's not a bird. It's also not Captain Planet. That is uh, one of those uh, fighting jets. Okay. Then we see the missile defense. You see that something comes as if it's like it's light, be and it's being thrown in the air. I want you to pay attention to it. You see that it's being shot at the at the at the uh, the uh, how they call it the air force jet. But constantly, as it's constantly being shot at, you see it's not really hitting it yet. and hey, pause it. Pause it there for me. You saw that in a span of 42 seconds that those missiles were constantly being shot at the, um, the intercontinental ballistic uh, ballistic missiles yes intercontinental ballistic missiles so the, the fire just the air Force is, is flying and when it launches a missile it can have, it has the capacity of destroying the entire um, territory or the entire domain in that place. But we noticed that the missile in the missile defense system there was something like a decoy, so it was being shot at the, uh, the, 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 the 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 fighting jet. It can easily be a machine gun. I don't know what exactly it is, but we saw that it was constantly being shot. It didn't just shoot one. It didn't shoot one and say, "Okay, me I shot one, so the the the, the, the plane must come down." Never. It was constantly being shot at. Adam, hey, go back again. Let's look at it again. Go back. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Leave it. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You see, he didn't, just, he didn't start... He has seen that, you know, he had, he's been... Edimposed. Edimposed. He, the, the That particular domain has noticed that there is a threat over the particular domain, over the particular territory. And when he was able to identify this threat, the automated missile defense system began to shoot at the, the threat. So for most of us, when we begin to identify certain threats in our lives... We note, we must note that there are certain things that we need to do in order to safeguard the domain that God has given to us. And one way by which you can safeguard is through prayer. So we see that the effective, the effective fervent, the effect of heaven prayer of the righteous man availeth much. When we look at uh, Luke chapter eighteen from verse one, the Bible says that men always ought to pray and never cease. So consistently, we saw that those uh, missiles were being shot. Because the domain was, was under threat. It was being threatened. Anything could have happened. So once they saw the air the force flying they know that this air force is not from our camp. It, it needs to be shut down because it can shoot and destroy the people. So for most of us, been, when we receive dreams and we see promptings, we receive counsel, word from the, the, from the men of God that God has made us shepherds over. We see that these things are, 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 are the things that we need to pay attention to, so that whatever has the tendency of, or the potential of affecting a domain must be pulled down, and it can be pulled down through prayer. So we see that constantly the uh, the missile, the defence, um, the defence team is shooting at the threat. It's not relenting, no. massa. You relentless. You just shoot one and leave the thing. Yeah, it's an ego, it You you go you go shoot the thing? Ah, so that. You make sure that it comes down. Sorry, my gun gar, my man is coming this, this evening. <laughs> constantly, it was being shot at so that the Air Force flying, lingering over the, that particular domain, comes down. Adam, so let's go back to the video. Let's go back to the video. You can press play. So, it was constantly being shot at. Constantly, very good, constantly being shot at, constantly being shot at. They sh- was being shot at it was being shot at was being shot. At. Was being shot at. They didn't relent. They didn't stop. They didn't say, Oh, the bullets are small. Don't bum. And it falls down. Meaning that the threat has, has been taken care of. And then they, they, they could continue doing whatever they wanted to do. So that that emphasizes the importance of praying. and it's something that Reverend Roland has been talking about, something that Reverend Dela has been teaching us about. Something that Reverend Andrew the, uh, Reverend Kid being hammered on. The emphasis of prayer. And I believe for most of us who were here, we we we, be, we had a a, a a a reminder or something that our, our, our father Apostle Kingsley J. Gerson has been teaching us with all the uh, the other ordained has have been teaching all of us about the importance of praying. And that's why this midnight cry has been instituted, so that we can we can found the flame of prayer in our lives. We can't live without prayer. We cannot live without a thing. And this particular um, video that we watch is a, it's a, it's a very good um, reference that we can look at. And when I was watching a thing, actually, I, I was like, wow, this thing, is, this thing makes a lot of sense. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching me this thing. I need to be constant in prayer. Not relenting. Not relenting, no. When we see any, any attempt of anything, because we are also on the guard, we can be able to identify the thing. Imagine if whoever, if for instance, it was not o- automated and there was somebody sitting behind the thing and he was shooting. If he was asleep, the thing would fly and would scatter the whole place. But because he was alert, he was being vigilant of the, the season that he found himself in. in. When the, the thing was lingering, he was able to shoot it down. He was able to shoot it down. So, emphasis of being alert as a defense system in this kingdom. We need to pay attention to these things. and I, I've taken time to identify five of them. I mean, I believe they're strongly that they are more. It's a, it's a lot more, but I've just highlighted five of, five of them. How can I be a defense system in the domain? By identifying and noting these things. The last thing that I mentioned was prayer. So when we look at scriptures like Luke chapter 18 from verse 1, I mentioned it earlier on, the Bible talks about the parable of the persistent widow. Hallelujah. And verse 1, he said that then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. When we look at Romans chapter 12 from verse 22, the Bible identifies that rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulations, continuing steadfastly in prayer. Continue steadfastly in prayer. And when we look at Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 18, the Bible says that praying always with all prayer and supplications in the spirit, being watchful to this end, with all perseverance. consistently. Consistently consistently in prayer and then we become—we are, we are very alert so that when there's anything happening that has a tendency of, of, of affecting our domain, the domain that God has made us jurisdictions over, we have the tendency of dealing with the thing as we partner with angels and as we partner with God. Hallelujah. So these are the things that I believe strongly that God wanted to teach us today and I'm, I'm asking for mercy in case I didn't say anything I was, I was supposed to say. Father, less of me, more of you. But I'm praying that by the power of the Holy Spirit, what God has asked me to deliver, I've been able to deliver it. That one, we we need to be conversant with the defense system in a domain, kingdom, military. And I, as I was, there, I, I made us, I pay attention to the fact that we need this. We need this in this month of self-examination and divine alignment. We need it. We need it. Hey, we need it. believe so strongly if we are able to, to focus on these things we know that the 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 domain that god has given to us will be safeguarded it will be safeguarded because we are aware of these things we are aware that number one we are ambassadors we are aware that we partner with angels in this army, in the kingdom. We are aware of the kingdom. We are aware of the different facets of the kingdom. We are aware of the constitution. We are aware of, of the privileges. We are aware of the of, of the principle of, of, of decreeing a thing and it's being established, etc. And all the things that we have been teaching, Reverend Della, in his capacity as a teacher in this household, took his time to break down the emphasis, the, the, the importance of righteousness. And last week, they had a very fascinating uh how they call it? Dialogue with with the very bishop of this household. So I want us to take time and not take these teachings for granted. Listen, if we are able to follow the things that we are receiving, eh? Most of the things that I don't say I'm a pastor. So this one is for the people who massa. I sit when I'm listening to sermons, I listen to them for myself, and so that I can, I too can make sure that the, the the domain that God has given to me is flourishing and is thriving. And the things that I learn in church, I practice it at the oasis. I practice it with the people that God has given me. I practice it constantly. And I believe strongly that, that if we also follow this little instruction, we will be able to truly reveal the kingdom of God. Reveal the kingdom of God. So that when we meet him, because we will meet him, we will meet him. We will surely meet him. And we, when we meet him, we these are the things that we will be governed by. Hallelujah. So briefly, I want us to go back to the functions of the defense system in the domain, in, 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 in kingdom, in, in military, based on the things that the Holy Spirit has, has, has used me as a vessel to teach under in the instruction of my father, Apostle King, I want us to identify them one by one. So number one, to support and defend the constitution of the kingdom against all enemies, be it foreign or domestic, number one. Number two, to maintain timely and effective military action. The security of the kingdom, its possessions, and the areas vital to its interest. And then number three, to uphold and and advance the will of the king in the kingdom. The will of the king in the kingdom. Hallelujah. I believe strongly that God has spoken to us this evening. And I pray under the uh, unction of my father, that we shall be abreast with this teaching. We shall be abreast with this word. I stand in the unction of my father in, in partnering with the bishop, said, uh, Bishop uh, Daniel Butry, and uh, the major prophet of this house, Prophet Hayford. And I pray this a special prayer with, with all the ordainment of God in this household. And I pray a special prayer for you that you would constantly be reminded of the precepts of the kingdom. So that we can truly reveal it. I mean, there's still a lot more that we all need to learn about the kingdom, me included. Uh, I'm, I'm, I try my best to constantly understand this uh, particular vision, so that I can also constantly grow with it. Because with God, there is no level. Even if we read First Corinthians chapter two from verse 10, the Bible, says that, and the Holy Spirit says, even the deep things of God. He's constantly said, you know, even Holy Spirit. So. There is no level in understanding what the kingdom represents. That's why it's, it's, it's important, it's expedient that we listen to and follow these teachings. And I believe strongly, I pray and, and by the power of the Holy Spirit that this, these words will constantly ring in your mind. So that we can truly defend the kingdom. We can truly be the, the perfect examples of the kingdom. So I'm going to give you one second, one minute, to bow your head down and say, Spirit of the living God, I need your help. So that I can truly represent this kingdom. And I can truly cause fruitfulness and multiplication. And and I can have the enablement of subduing this particular domain that you you have positioned me into so that I can bring you glory. And so that the kingdom of God will be advanced. One minute. To pray this prayer. And I'm going to praise myself. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you so much for tuning in. Um, the link is already made available. So we can always go back to go and listen to all the other sermons. What I do is that I've got a speaker in my office. For those of you who don't have that privilege, you can have your earphones if you don't work at the call center. Constantly be listening to the sermons. And that's what I've been doing. Constantly just listening to sermons. And it has been actually blessing me. I was sharing a testimony with Reverend De Laos when I was listening to a sermon on, on, on Father Be Open and how I encountered the Holy Spirit in my office in a spectacular way. So constantly playing these sermons would actually utter you so that you can truly reveal the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So make it a point to be a listener of sermons. That's one way by which you can, you can constantly follow the vision of the ministry, follow the vision of, of this, this particular domain that God has placed you in. Hallelujah. So God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And this has been the servant Reverend Barry Nikwe, and we have brought you this word. Bringing you greetings from our, our Father, Apostle Kingsley J. Godson, and all the ordained ministers of God. Have a fruitful evening. Sleep well. Sleep early so that you can wake up early and spend some time in prayer and be constantly reminded of the defense system. In the kingdom of God. kingdom. Thank you for listening to this message. If you were blessed by this, share it with someone. And be an agent of impactful change for the kingdom of God. God bless you.